This episode of the Old Dogs REI Network is brought to you by Mino Studio. Welcome to the Old Dogs REI Network, where cash flow is king. Real estate investing, the means, so you can enjoy your retirement dreams. This is the show where we cut right to the chase. No sales pitch, no long monologues, just simple how-to real estate investing advice. So you can earn the passive income you need to enjoy your retirement today. And now, your host and chief old dog, Bill Manasero. Old dogs, and welcome to Fun Facts Friday. This is our once a week, only on Friday show, where we have special episodes not featuring guests, where I will share tricks, tips, terminology, and techniques that will help skyrocket you to real estate investing success. Today's topic is the pros and cons of real estate investing syndication. But before we get started, I'd just like to touch base with you guys and see how everybody is doing. Been a hot summer, I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> I have been uh, back and forth between California and uh, Tennessee, and I think uh, California definitely has Tennessee beaten here with the heat. But uh, hey, there are still real estate transactions going on, and people are still doing great. So uh, just wanted to touch base with you. Our topic today, the pros and cons of real estate syndication investing. I know that many people are attracted to real estate investing because it's considered a passive form of investing. You can have a full-time job and invest in real estate on the side and still do quite well. However, unlike most other passive income investment options, real estate investments often require that you actively participate in the business to generate income. Unless you hire a property manager, and even if you do that, uh, there's certainly no guarantee that you're not going to be involved. You still have to stay involved to a certain degree, sometimes a lot, even with a property manager. Um, but you, you, know, you need to find a good property manager when you do um, invest in properties and work uh, on a more active type of real estate investing. What we're going to address here are more passive alternatives um, to, let's say, buying a rental property and renting it out. There are many ways of passively investing in real estate without buying a rental property, but one that mimics direct ownership without any of the management responsibilities is participating in real estate syndications. Now, you can become a limited partner in a single real estate asset without lifting a finger to collect the passive income. However, with syndications, you can become a limited partner in a single real estate asset without lifting a finger to collect the passive income. Now, what is a syndication? A real estate syndication is when a group of investors pools their money to purchase a property that would be too large for a single investor to buy, like an apartment complex, office building, or warehouse. The sponsor of the deal, known as the general partner, or maybe a series of general partners, will identify an attractive property they desire to purchase and offer other investors, known as limited partners, the ability to participate in the deal. The sponsor 
Usually an established real estate company will manage the property or hire a property manager on behalf of limited partners. Many sponsors will offer the opportunity to invest in a real estate syndication uh, via online marketplaces, for example, like CrowdStreet or Realty Mogul, um, directly through their website. But I'm going to be talking more, not so much through cr about crowdfunding as I am about uh, dealing directly with the sponsor as a investor in a syndication. Now, syndications... Uh, because of the 2012 Jobs Act opened up quite a bit and that allowed for crowdfunding to happen, which means you can invest in real estate uh, as part of a, a part owner in that property for as little as $10 through crowdfunding. But uh, again, I'm going to be you know, zeroing in more on sort of the, the more traditional syndication investing. So uh, as you know, if you've listened to this show, I transitioned from being an active, hands-on real estate investor to a more passive investor through syndications. And you can reference this. I'll have a link here to uh, podcast episode 632 where I talk about that, that transition. I've seen both the pluses and the minuses of both. I have been both a passive investor in syndications and an active investor um, as a general partner in a syndication, uh, bringing passive investors into multifamily investment deals. At the time of this writing, I have invested um, in already thousands of units um, that I have currently in my portfolio uh, for properties that are in syndication. Now, if you're considering passive investing through a syndication, uh, just here are some of the top sort of pros and cons that I've experienced um, and I've identified for other people interested in being a passive investor through a syndication. Um, let's go with the pros first. Um, number one, it is really a 100% passive real estate investing opportunity. Um, passive syndication investors or limited partners do not actively participate in the day-to-day -day management and operation of their investment properties. When you invest in a syndication as a limited partner, you do not have to deal with the tenants, toilets, termites, and trash. Um, as you've you know heard some of the stories, right? Your participation generally involves reviewing reports from the general partners, the GPs, uh, joining on an occasional conference call, and if all goes well, enjoying passive cash flow and a piece of the profit when the, pro when the project is sold. Time is your most scarce asset. By investing passively with experienced operators, you can reduce your time commitment to your real estate portfolio while investing in assets that produce great returns. Now, that was a big part of my decision to go passive because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm wanting to enjoy my retirement years and spend more time with family. And um, I spent, uh, you know, six, almost seven years uh, working very hard at building up my portfolio. And that was a very active activity. But, uh, you know, because I'm, I'm moving to a more passive role here, um, syndications are ideal. Now, many high-earning professionals uh, undervalue their time in their minds, and they believe spending a few weeks uh, or a year finding, fixing, and managing their rentals is no big deal. Um, that's not passive income. I mean, especially when you get into uh, having multiple properties, it, it really 
can become like another job. For myself, I was working, you know, eight to 12 hours a day um, just to putting that portfolio together. Now, granted, I had a, a much more accelerated goal in, in doing this, a um, thousand units by um, in six years. So I, I definitely had put more time in than I think your average person would. But nonetheless, um, having properties as a, as a landlord, owner, manager um, can be pretty involved. Um, now, passive investors and syndications, it's important that when you do get involved with syndications that you carefully vet the general partners uh, managing the investment. Um, yes, you can certainly um, find some incredible deals and be an active participant in uh, a great investment. But uh, you know, I just have to add, as a passive investor, I would say the, the activity that you really will spend doing this is vetting and carefully um, evaluating that not only the, the, the general partners, the sponsors of the deals, but um, the projects themselves and doing your due diligence. That is, that is required. But once the, once the decision is made, um, like I said, you really don't do a lot at, at, at that point forward. Um, but it's important. You've got to check the track record of, and success uh, of the, your sponsors, um, where they've demonstrated that they can manage the money responsibly, um, obviously wouldn't have criminal backgrounds, um, and get comfortable with the risk involved when you do become a passive syndication uh, investor. Number two, pro, you can invest with world-class investing experts. Um, that's one of the things I enjoy is that uh, I feel very, very confident with the people that I'm investing with. These are people I've known over the years, uh, some of which I've met on my podcast, um, people that have have great track records. Um, you can invest passively along sponsors who have bought hundreds and of millions of dollars in investment property. Um, the importance of a track record in real estate uh, cannot be underestimated. Uh, you, as a passive investor, can invest your, your capital alongside those with incredible track records. Uh, uh, you know, and, and it's a little bit tougher when you look at single family rentals and doing the same because you're not going to necessarily get people that have had that much experience investing, especially when you're talking about projects that are worth millions of dollars and, uh, and we're talking thousands of units as well. Rookie mistakes are around every corner in, um, as you become sort of a do-it-yourself real estate investor. Uh, rookie mistakes in real estate can be costly, so it's important to know what to avoid. Experienced syndication sponsors are not rookies by definition, and while they are human and can make mistakes, they will have learned many tough lessons in past deals. So I usually look for people that have a longer track record. Uh, I feel more comfortable with some old dogs there and <laughs> that uh, that have been doing this for 20 plus years that, that really understand the, the pros and cons, have been through many different market cycles, etc. Um, some of the common mistakes that happen um, that you'll see with uh, certain investors um, not having a plan, underestimating repair costs, maybe buying in bad locations or markets, um, insufficient operating revenues, you know, they maybe they try to, to self-manage it even. Uh, and those kinds of things that, that would happen really uh, with somebody who might uh, be more interested in, or maybe have more experience in smaller properties too.
Uh, number three, the pro is that uh, you do not go into debt. Um, that's another part of this is that uh, most syndicated properties are, are bought with debt. However, in most cases, the sponsors are on the hook for the debt rather than the investors. A passive investors can get the benefit of leverage without downside of being personally on the line for the debt. Now remember, all deals are different and always read your offering documents thoroughly. Uh, those documents will clarify who is responsible for the debt. Um, and another way uh, you can get involved, passive investors can sometimes elect to take a bigger role. For example, you might want to be a co-sponsor and you might want to have a role um, what it's also called a balance uh, sheet partner, which means that as a balance sheet partner, you help the sponsor qualify for loans by providing uh, your net worth and liquidity to help meet the requirements of the loan. Commercial real estate loans are based on the performance of the property rather than solely on the qualifications of the owners. However, the owners do still need to meet basic qualifications for net worth and liquid assets. Passive investors can become balance sheet partners for an extra slice of the deal, which typically comes in the form of some general partnership shares. So if you want to get a little bit bigger cut of the pie, um, that can be a way that you can do that. Another uh, pro here, there are so many asset classes and it's amazing how many asset class options are out there for passive syndication investors. Multifamily apartments, self-storage, mobile home parks, triple net leases, commercial, industrial warehouses, large single-family uh, portfolios or developments, hotels, and on and on. There are a number of different uh, uh, asset classes that you can get involved with with a the syndication. There are experienced sponsors across the board who accept investments from accredited investors just like you. If you want to break into a new asset class as a passive investor, there's probably an option out there for you. It's also smart to diversify with various real estate asset classes, especially in, during inflationary and recessionary markets. And um, that's where you want to, you, you definitely want to try to, not just invest in, let's say, multifamily, but maybe a mixture of things like multifamily and uh, uh, mobile home parks and uh, industrial and self-storage and so forth. You, and you can diversify and all of those assets respond differently in uh, different markets. So it's a good idea to try to diversify there. It's important to study a new asset class before investing in it. This will help you to understand the risk and rewards that are involved in any particular business plan. There are numerous resources available for nearly any asset class, so be sure to do your research before diving in. Another pro, there are many ways to fund your syndication investment. Now you can fund a passive syndication investment in many ways, cash, retirement accounts such as self-directed IRAs, QRPs, slash solo 401ks, life insurance plans, you name it. Most syndicators will accept funds from any of these sources with no issue. The key is to communicate and be ready to invest when the opportunity comes. Great opportunities do not last for long, so passive investors need to be ready to strike when the iron is hot. There are even ways to invest in syndications through a 1031 exchange, but keep in mind, not all sponsors uh, allow 1031 exchanges, so you have to find that out up front. 
Now, every situation is different. The way you choose to fund your syndication investment can make a big impact on how taxes are handled. Be sure to understand potential tax implications of your investment and seek advice from a CPA or other qualified tax professional familiar with real estate syndication investing. Uh, another pro, uh, you can invest basically anywhere. Sponsors are syndicating properties all across the country and even in other countries. I've owned property in multiple states and uh, there are states that I haven't even lived in. Uh, passive investors can invest remotely through syndication without the hassle of traveling to the properties themselves. Remotely investing in out-of-state real estate is tried and true through syndication. If you live in an expensive market, consider digging into syndication. Make sure the sponsor knows the area that they're representing a property in. Syndication sponsors oftentimes do not live in the markets where they invest. Now, this is not a problem, but it is very important to make sure the sponsor is an expert on the area that they're investing in, or at least somewhat of an expert that has a strong understanding of the markets and where they're buying their property. They should not be learning the market on your dime. Now some of the drawbacks. Um, a con would be you must be an accredited investor. Now some deals allow for non-accredited investors in their deals, um, but more and more some of the best deals do require accreditation as an accredited investor. Uh, one caveat is that most real estate syndications are only open to accredited investors. So to sort of qualify, an investor needs a net worth of over a million dollars, excluding the value of their primary home, or an income above 200000 annually, 300000 if married. While many investors likely don't currently meet those qualifications, they could eventually qualify if their net worth grows to exceed $1 million. It's also possible that the SEC could make changes to the definition. Meanwhile, there are occasionally opportunities out there for non-accredited investors. And if you'll uh, listen to uh, last uh, Friday's fun fact, Friday we w went into nine different uh, opportunities where unaccredited investors can invest. Another con is the cost of investing. Another detracting factor is that most real estate syndications have a high minimum investment. Usually, I'd say low-end 25000 um, you could find $50,000 investments and uh, multiple in 100000 minimum investment category. Um, that's a very much higher minimum than many other real estate investments, such as real estate investment trusts, REITs. However, it's lower than the typical initial investment required to purchase a rental property in many cases. Uh, another con is syndications are not liquid investments. When you're investing in a syndication, you should be in it for the long haul. Many syndication business plans can go three, five, seven, and maybe even 10 years. So they may hold on to that property for that period of time and they expect their investors to stay in those properties and uh, those deals for that time period. So you do need to be prepared and again, review your materials and documents before, um, before you invest. Uh, furthermore, when investors buy in a syndication, they are buying when, uh, what the SEC calls restricted securities. Now, restricted securities are, as the name implies, restricted in how and when they can be sold. Uh, this is a complex topic. Those deals will typically need to keep investor capital for most of the whole period, so you as an investor should expect your capital to be in the deal at least as long as the sponsor projects.
there are illiquid um, investments um, by definition. Uh, so in other words, they're, they're difficult to sell. And so it's not like you can go in there and take your money out after being in there two years if it's a deal that's going to go to five or seven years. Uh, and this can be a problem if you need to access your money quickly to cover unexpected expenses. Another con is control. You're not in the driver's seat. Uh, hey, maybe you don't want to get out of the day-to-day -day operation of your investments uh, as you are as an active investor, but as a passive syndication investor, you'd be completely out of the day-to-day -day operation. But that also means you're not the one in the driver's seat making the operational decision. So once you're invested in a deal, the sponsor takes over and passive investors sit back and let the sponsor run the deal. Not everyone is comfortable with that. Um, if you're somebody who wants to be, you know, able to control that investment, as you can do with a with a with an active investment, this is not the same thing. If you're not comfortable giving control to a sponsor, um, perhaps the sponsor you're considering does not inspire confidence in you, or maybe you feel they're too inexperienced to handle your money. Maybe a particular deal you're looking at is just not the right feel. So, you know, do your research, listen to your gut, you know, keep looking if you think syndication investing um, may be for you, but maybe you just haven't found the right sponsor yet. You know, syndication does require you to, to certainly trust your sponsor, and, and that is key. If you can't trust your sponsor or any sponsor for that matter, then syndication uh, investing may not be for you. So in conclusion, uh, syndication investing can be a great way to diversify your investment portfolio. You can participate directly in a variety of real estate investments without having to do the work on your own. There are many ways to participate in and benefit from syndication investing, but investors must be sure to do their research do their due diligence and not invest before they fully understand the risks. Syndication investing is not for everyone. Not all investors are comfortable investing in illiquid investments or giving up control in the operation of their real estate investments. However, if you're in the market for an opportunity that will take care of operational details while you focus on other business goals, syndications may be worth exploring further. You can have all the benefits, the high yields, the tax benefits, and a lot of other wonderful things that you, you can do as an active investor um, with a passive syndication investment. So um, that is it for now. Remember, and please note everything I've talked about here can be accessed in our detailed show notes on the Old Dogs website at olddogsreinetwork.com forward slash blog. And you're going to look for the episode entitled The Pros and Cons of Real Estate Syndication Investing. Well, that's the show for today. Remember, cash flow is king and real estate investing the means. Until next time, keep moving forward and may God bless. Thank you very much for visiting the Old Dogs REI Network. We would greatly appreciate if you would stop by iTunes and let us know what you think of the show. We would love if you could subscribe to the podcast, give us a five-star rating, and write a review. The more ratings and reviews we receive, the more visible the podcast will be to others. Thank you.